What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 140 of Little Week Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkins. Sup, dude? Not a whole lot. I am tired. I worked the entire weekend, and I am yeah. worn out. Yeah. Uh, we are recording Sunday night because this week was just busy. We, we tried yeah. to record, I think we tried to record Wednesday or Thursday, one of those two days where I had off, but things happened and then we never got like synced up to record again until today. And yeah, there so, was, uh, let's see, I can't remember, there was something and we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to do that. And then I had something come up and so I had to bail basically last minute. It was Wednesday. You were, we were going to record Wednesday or, and then... You ended up having to go somewhere or do something. That sounds correct. Because Thursday you came up here. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And Thursday we ended up having to run to the store like four times because I had no water at the house. <laughs> and so Let's... that was a whole mess. <laughs> I forgot about the water. Yeah. Like I said, this week has, if it oh could go gosh. wrong this week, it has for me. It has been a week and a half. Oh my Lord. Yeah. You're not you're not incorrect. It's about to get much worse because the Chiefs Titans game is getting ready to start and I already know the Titans aren't winning tonight. Uh I just want to see how badly we get beat. <laughs> Look, man. I I'm going to be upfront about this. I have the game on directly here yep. in front of me. And by directly, I mean downward. So if you see me looking down, it's because I'm watching the game. I have it <laughs> off to my uh my right side here so I, if i glanced away from the camera that's why <laughs> yep so just know um i am going to be watching football yep but you know we're still, we're, we're still here we're here to talk the, pokemon the pokemons so um, yeah this this week is probably the last sword and shield based episode we're going to have and it's kind of Most bittersweet. Likely, yeah yep 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 yep, yep. Unless, um, unless something really weird happens next week. And Scarlet and Violet just, like, get infinitely delayed. Somehow, <laughs> ignoring the fact that they're already out in the they open. They are, like, as of recording, the game is out. It is in the hands of somebody, and Twitter is just blowing up right now. So, if you want to go in blind, keep off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, you and I were sitting here... And just like doing our pre-game, you know, our, our pre-record stuff, and then I'm like, "Oh, hey, that exists. Cool. Yeah, that leaks." And thing. you're like, "What are you talking about?" So I send it to you. And you're like, "Huh? We should probably put a message out saying that you know leaks are happening." Yeah, and, and that's what I did, and and now everyone's just like, "Oh, they're in the know," and so everyone's either a going to look at it and just get info on it, or b ignoring it like they should be doing. Uh, to use def uh, to use uh, Centro's like system, <laughs> uh, we're currently in DefCon one, which means that there is an active leaker going on. So like, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's there's a lot going on, and it's fine. Yep. Uh, but that's not why we're talking. That's not what we're talking about today. Nope. Uh... We are going to be talking about why Sword and Shield was a fantastic game, and what we really really enjoyed from this like this game so yep. all right cool good episode <laughs> <laughs> no. 
They're yeah, like, um, like this is Sword Sword Shield Shield's important. Yeah, like it's real important for us. Like it was our, it was the game that got us to start the podcast. Like, right? Like, yeah. I we, mean, honestly, yes. We had been playing. We've been doing Magic for a long time, and just like on a whim, you're like, "Hey, let's go play competitive Pokemon." There's an event in Collinsville. Let's go do that. You know, we've we've told the story a couple different times on. Uh, on the podcast at this point, but there were a lot of things going on in the magic community that we weren't agreeing with. Um, and like, you know, I, I still like actively play magic now. I don't um, snap Marvel snap. Yeah. That, that's, that's the thing. It's just like, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't play nearly to the level I used to mainly because my work schedule just says I, I can't, yeah. um, is, is like the simplest way to put it. Uh, but, you know, I do enjoy the game. It's very much like, hey, my buddy's coming over. I have, you know, uh, like five popper decks together. Let's just jam games until we're bored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's that's really, like, what my my magic career is now. It's just like, yeah, let's just, you know, pick it up and play some. It'll be fine. I have the stuff on the wall. There's something in a Pokeball over here in the corner. And then I've got... Budget EDH that I haven't played in what feels like a year. Um, I think it's visible on camera. I have my cube back here. Yeah, uh, I can see it. The, yeah, it's in the box there. Uh, the with the uh, Mox Jet facing us. Uh, so yeah, I I still like have my magic stuff. There's uh, I'm missing this much of my cube to be actually complete, like, completely in paper. Which, in reality, is not a lot um, when you look at it like that, but mm-hmm. in in reality, it's like $600, $700 worth of stuff I'm missing. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, um, it'll get done when it gets done, and yep. then it'll sit in a box until I get tired of looking at it, essentially. Yep. Need the money and flip it. Yeah, essentially, like yeah, that's that's a really good way of looking at it. It's just like, hey, this is uh this is my investment portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I did with mine. As I turned mine into a lot of money for the wedding and things like that when I sold out. So, same for my house. Like I turned it, made it a uh, kind of a da- like a lot of furnishing stuff for my ha- for the house when we bought the house. Yep, that's what it ended up being. Yep, yep, yep. But back on track here, uh, Sword and Shield means a lot to us, honestly. It's just like, it was my first competitive, like, actual competitive game. I hadn't played competitive Pokemon before this game. And I think if it had been any harder to make competitive Pokemon, I probably wouldn't be playing competitive Pokemon. I probably would have just put it down like I do most other games after I beat the Elite Four and just kind of ignore it. Yeah, I had played... um, I played... Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon competitively. I played a couple tournaments there, and that was basically it. Um, but for the most part, like like you said, building teams, even the last generation, was much, much more complicated. Um, of course, you know, I didn't know how to gen. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to have access to doing stuff like that. It's just like, those aren't things I knew, and as a result, I was doing everything manually. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything the authentic way. Yeah, which and, is you know, it, time-consuming. It sucked. Like, 
it was very time consuming. Um, and even even now, you know, I have I have my my switch up that I use for like shiny hunting purposes. Yeah. Um, but like for the most part, you know, if I want, I'll bust out a few. You know, I'll, I'll bust out a you know eggs until I get my six IV or whatever. Yeah, like and I still throw, do that. <laughs> I'll throw, I'll throw that in on the switch up and, like, let it run then. So, you know, I have a decent chance at, like, a 6 IV shiny if and when it pops. Exactly. Um, I'm the same way. But, yeah, like, for the most part, my Pokemon are authentic. Like, my, my first Pokemon, I, I everything I use, for the most part, is authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's whatever. Like, obviously, people gin... I have. I will be the first to admit it. I have before. Yeah. It's whatever. It doesn't bother me. I, I know you and I were very, very, like, hard stance there at the beginning of just like, hey, we don't do this. Don't talk about it here. Go somewhere else and do it. And I mean, and yeah. Like- we've, we've definitely loosened, uh, like, our restrictions. Just like, hey, we know this exists. Um, we don't promote it. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, don't like, do it do, here. That That's on you. Yeah. Like, there's places to go do that. Have at it. Sure. Cool. But um, we're not going to provide you the resources to do it yourself. Nope. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the whole idea of, like, having breeding be that much easier with, like, having your mints and having your ability capsules and your... Patches um, and... Yeah, your ability patches, I think, is a really big one. Like, obviously, these are all very, very big upgrades. Was the and... um, the max vitamin thing, was was that, um, was it still limited at 10 in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, or was it... Yes. Was it still limited? Yes. Because the I'm big pretty thing... sure. I think so. Because um, that was another big thing for mm-hmm. me, anyway, was... Being able to just vitamin up if you need to if you need something at two fifty two just vitamins all the way up. Yep, here's twenty six vitamins. We're good. Yeah, uh, and, and it may, yeah, like I, the, vi- the mints, the mints, and the vitamins and the feathers and all that makes it super duper easy to team build. And overall, I thought it was just like those are good advancements to the game, and I hope those carry over into Scarlet and Violet and keep the game kind of. User-friendly It's the best way to put it. I agree. It. I, I really do agree. There's still some um, things I want, but... <laughs> I think I think the, the two big things I really want at this point are, like, the ability to set my IVs to whatever I want. I think that's a, something that, like, a lot of people are really, really striving for. Um, I think that would be a very big improvement, not only for, like, breeding purposes, but, like... It would it would make where you can take literally any Pokemon and make it as competitive as possible. And, and we're, I think, we're I think really that's close like the, to that. We are we are very close, but like for the purposes of like Trick Room teams, that's like the one thing we're missing is like being able to set our IVs to zero. Yeah, and that that goes back um, to the one thing I want is like I want the yeah. the rusty bottle cap. I want the zero yep. IV bottle cap. I want to be able right. to zero something out if I need it. And then, like, this is this is something they are really kind of pushing towards. Um, I really think that, like, the, the addition of 
Um, like, Hidden Power, I think, was a very good thing in all actuality. I think that mechanic is very good, but it was very unbalanced in the fact that only uh, special attackers had access to it for the most part. Yeah. The fact that only special attackers had perfect coverage um, was really, really disappointing. And I'm really hoping that... Um, do we know if Terra Blast uses either stat? It'll or... use either stat, yes. Okay. It'll pick that's your what highest I, that's stat. That's what I thought, it. but... So, that is that is going to be a very, very good change. Um, you know, making it where any Pokemon has coverage for basically anything at the cost of your terrestrialization um, can be good. Yeah. And, 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 do, we, and do we know if it only works if you're terrestrialized? The type only changes if you're terrestrialized. Otherwise, okay, otherwise it is a normal just... type. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, like, looking back through rose-colored glasses here for Dynamax, it's like, I understand a lot of why they got rid of certain things. Um, like, like the hidden power thing, like that being gone is huge, right? Agreed. Like Agreed. everyone was like, Oh, hidden powers, just this crazy weird mechanic. It doesn't make much sense. I don't know why it was ever a thing to begin with. Like it made sense for the game, mm-hmm. like at the times. But then when you go and look at like Dynamax coverage and you could just like tech hidden power onto everything, that's way too much. Just like power for almost for no downside right there's no drawback agreed and thusly it's just like we're going to get rid of this mechanic for now and come back with something fixed which is what terra blast and terrestrialization kind of kind of solves all that problem i would not be mad if terrest like terra types just hang out and just terrestrialization is the just the gimmick from now till the end of time I think that is a much better, like, balanced style of uh, hidden power, and that could just stick around forever. I would not be... uh, I I know you and I have had a very, very hard stance of, like, anti-megas. And I think... I don't know, man. I've been playing a lot of Nat Dex singles, and I really enjoy them there. But that format also is just, like obviously absurd like you can do everything except dynamax (laughs) you have megas you have z moves but uh you can't dynamax and it's it's a obviously very very interesting format because you have access to all the legacy moves and everything too so i don't know i i enjoy playing with certain megas and i think if they were to (laughs) bring back some of them it would be cool but at the same time like there's also some that like are just obnoxious and i don't want to play against them um like i know for the purposes of nat decks they had to ban uh mega blastoise to ubers specifically because shell smash exists yeah and that's not something that before Gen 8, Blastoise had access to. Um, there was no such thing as Shell Smash Mega Blastoise. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. So, like... So, like, you know... Uh, I feel like that's, that's, that's a really big obnoxious. thing in general, right? Because there's, like... With the removal of Hidden Power, a lot of Pokemon got extra coverage moves to make up for that. And... Yes. Um, 
it overall is a it's it's a quite a different feeling like now that the megas have this extra stuff right like mm-hmm. like you said shell, shell smash blastoids is a great example of it there, there's like random mystical fires random thunderbolts heat waves extra stuff like that in places that didn't used to belong and so now these megas have extra coverage essentially and they're already boosted in stats and so it can get a little bit a little bit overpowered i think the the other thing i'm really really excited for that we saw here um removing certain moves that just like are whatever anymore um the power the moves that get just kind of pushed out of the game because they just don't do anything or or there's a better rebalanced version and stuff like that i think the one that i really miss is like pursuit Pursuit has a very, very unique, like, interaction mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it allows you to revenge kill almost indefinitely, right? Like, Weavile is, like, a very, very good example of this, where it's just like, all right, well, I lose a Pokemon, Weavile comes in for free, choice band Pursuit, because you you can't get away if you stay in, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And if you retreat, you're dead. Like... Yeah, it's just like, you, you either take the hit on the chin and go down and get to pivot or you pivot it try to pivot in something else and hope they didn't click pursuit and still take the hit on the chin anyway and you're still sad so Uh, like that leads to like a negative game point like a negative gameplay mechanic of just like you're screwed if you do you're screwed if you don't yeah it's just like um it's not the greatest like exactly like i understand why certain things got removed um but i i do think that's like I could take it or leave it at this point. It's been so long since I've played with them that it just feels weird to do so again. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the first time I I lost a Pokemon to Pursuit, I'm just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Th- <laughs> I I don't know how to play around this anymore. <laughs> you don't. That's the like, thing is you don't. <laughs> yeah, like it's like I don't I don't know what to do here. I'm it's just like do I do I always just assume they have it and like they're going to click it or or do i play around it and you know just i don't know it's it creates a lot of mind games it creates a lot of negative gameplay experience yeah and i i I think i'm coming around i think it's a good thing yeah i I agree um playing with it here lately is just like Man, this kind of sucks. I don't know. I <laughs> this is this is this is a very feels bad moment, and I don't like it. And it shouldn't be. It, I'm glad it's cool. yeah. But like, also at the same time, I don't. Just I feel like I'm circles. just talking in circles. Yeah, we're just talking in circles at this point. And it's just like I like it, but I don't like it. But I like it, but I don't like it. There's. Uh, I like doing it. I don't like when it happens. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's that's the big thing for me. Is like if. If it's only a feel good when you get to do it and not when it happens to you, it's a little bit of a toxic mechanic. Yep, just a little bit, weeny tiny bit. Um, other things from Sword and Shield that I like: rental teams, rental codes. Amazing! Just the best thing that ever. Happened. Just that insane. Made, made, yeah. made making content so much easier. Because we weren't always stuck reliant on, like, making our own team every week. Correct. We could take a couple weeks to build something if we wanted to build something specific. And then 
we get to uh, play rental codes for the next couple weeks or whatever to get until we get enough resources to build up to play to make another team and do that. Uh, and... The other side of that is like it's really easy to build like a community based on like playing people's teams when people can just be like, hey. Here's a code. Go yeah. play this, as opposed to here's this. Hey, when can I when can I trade you six months? Exactly. Like I need to trade you this many things to go play. No, now you just here's my code. Go play. Yeah, just load it up. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's what we did for the last. Go Titans. Two go. Years. No, don't go Titans. No, <laughs> don't jump off sides. What do you? T- Chad Aquanco, uh Chick Aquanco is popping off happy speak for yourself did you did you pick the uh the titans to win tonight no okay <laughs> like i said i don't think we're gonna win i want to make it to, i want it to be a game i want it to still be a game and i will be happy if i lose my pick em lead this week because of this game i will be happy if we win and i lose my pick em lead but because of it that's that's acceptable fine. yeah exactly it's fine Oh, goodness. You must be ahead of me. Um, but, I'm um, live, so I don't know. I mean, I uh, Peacock said I was live, but I'm probably not. Yeah, Hulu says I'm live, too, so... I don't know. Who knows? Anywho, uh, rental codes. Rental codes were great. Agreed. Uh, I'm glad to see them... Hopefully sticking around for Scarlet and Violet, that's going to make uh, playing teams much easier. Uh, it's going to make creating content a whole lot easier for us. We're excited to play other people's teams. Um, it's been a while since we had our last like laddering video because no one really wanted to play Series 13. By no one, I mean me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and having access to all of that stuff again will be good moving forward. Agreed. Um, there's just a lot to really. Sword and Shield gets a really, really bad rap. Oh yeah. And it just—it's so upsetting, man. It really is because, like, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that this is my favorite Pokemon game I've ever played. Yeah. It's no. probably the one I put the most hours in, though. Well, yeah, like. And like, when you're making content really <laughs> and you're playing the game a lot, like in general, because you have to play the game a lot. Like the games, mm-hmm. the games in general are getting longer, right? That's kind of the idea. They want to fit as much into a game as they possibly can, and the games, the games inherently get a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, um, like. You could you could beat red in a few hours, and you could technically and that's beat, playing casual, you know. Like and that like, was that's... casual. That's not like speed running. That's just like casual playthrough. Like a casual sword and shield playthrough is going to take you probably three closer to four hours, and that's not including any of the DLC stuff. If you want to go and do that, um, like it's it's nice that. They're packing more into these games for us. And so mm-hmm. we're going to spend a lot longer playing them in general. Um, I'm real excited. Uh, we could talk about this because it's not technically spoilers. Uh, Gimme Ghoul 
is yes! super is, exciting yes. for me because it's just like, hey, here's the collectathon thing in the in the in the overworld, and it's that's the it's the footprints all over again. It's the footprints or the diglets or whatever you want it to be. Uh, it's just a little collectible thing that you you're going to do to essentially get this uh, Pokemon form. Mm-hmm. Um, which we never really even got to talk about the other revealed Pokemon uh, from Halloween Greerd. Really, I don't think we did. The goodest of boys. The goodest, goodest of boys. My Discord uh, profile image right now is the goodest boy. Um, it's pretty dang cute. I will give it that. I'm excited to see uh, see its evolution. Yeah, I think it has. Potential to be really cool. And and Gimme Ghoul is really cool, too. Gimme Ghoul has rattled as its ability. Yeah, and which so, is really sick. There's this cool little, like, you can hit me with, like, brutal swing, and now you get rattled boost and weakness policy. And if this thing has, like, yep. a decent damage, a decent attack stat. That's that's just, like, weak armor, but with better, like, better payoff. <laughs> I was about to say, it's weak armor with with better stuff. <laughs> I was uh I played Jay this week in Deepak and I was really really trying to figure out how to make uh like synesty work. Uh-huh. I really wanted to do weakness policy, weak armor, stored power. And my my way I was going to do it was off of brutal swing off of uh Drifloon. Yeah. And you just like you take so much damage because Sinisty is so bad. <laughs> yeah, Sinisty is such a frail Pokemon. It was it was like twenty eight to thirty four percent or something. I'm just like, I can't lose a third of my health to KO one thing. <laughs> it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I was about to ask and how like, your Deepak adventures are going, dude. It's really really fun. Um, I don't think I've won a match. <laughs> Big oof on that one. But like, dude, it's it's really unique. Um, I started working on this like Torchic team, and then we came to the conclusion. And by we, I mean Jay told me, and I eventually, you know, agreed. Uh, Torchic's not very good. Nope, I could have told you that one. <laughs> I really tried to make it work, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest problem is Scarf Cub Boo's like a really good like part of their meta game, and you need to go to plus two to outspeed it. Yeah, so, and, that's, like, and that's not just not yeah. viable. No, it, it's really hard. You'd have to get a double protect, which the odds of that are very slim. But like, if they're not scarf, you just need plus one, and then you're fine. But yeah. but can you kill <sighs> them before they get you? Uh, if they're not scarf, yes. Okay, you you have like uh, I was running charcoal overheat, and you can one shot them. Okay. But if they're not scarfed, then they probably have extra bulk. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's trade-off. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's, uh, a, that's like, another thing that, like, came because of Sword and Shield. Like, you know, tying this back in. I was about to say, um, that's, that's that's the tie-in. Is Little Cup, so like, VGC. All these, all these really awesome communities that you and I have become a part of as well. It's just, like, obviously ours is by far my favorite. But Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like arts. I really like Deepak as a format. I'm not, I'm not in their server. Uh, because I'm very Dude. like I, I am very particular about like what servers I'm in. I don't like having a That's... lot of message clutter, uh, and I I like to go through and I like to be able to read everything. I like to be able to go and look at everything. See, I'm I'm the same way, and that's why 
uh, with hours. There's just stuff I have muted. I'm like, I'm not, like, I, I just, I know I own this server, but there's just rooms I just don't care about. Yeah. These these are here for other people. Like, after after the NFL season's done, I just mute sports chat. I'm just like, I all understand. right, I'll see, you in, I'll see you in nine months. So, when, <laughs> so it's the same way for me, except for when, like, basketball ends. Like, mm-hmm. I'll turn it on when football starts, and I'll turn it off when basketball's done-ish, for the most part. Like, playoffs, I'm not too worried about. Like, but the regular season basketball, when that goes away, I just mute sporting. I yep. just mute sports. Um, I have uh, adorable animals always active, because I love posting pictures of my pets there. Agreed. Um, Agreed. We're kind of getting sidetracked again. Yeah, you know, look. But, um, like, DPEC, the format itself, I think is really, really cool. Um, I, I'm not, like, big into playing VGC right now because I'm saving myself for all the Scarlet and Violet stuff because I don't want to get burned out. I figured out. We will, we will have to get you involved, uh, when Scarlet and Violet come out. Like, I, I really do think that you would enjoy it a lot. One of the big things I, I learned about myself when I was grinding on the grind for indie is I burn out really quick when I'm doing the, like, the math-heavy stuff over and over and uh-huh. over and over. I don't like that part of Pokemon. <laughs> you'd, think I I, you'd think I'd enjoy it, and I'd enjoy it in small doses for for one team. Not when I'm sitting there having to test seven or eight different iterations of the same team. Because I don't like something. I feel that. I feel that a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that format's going to be really sick. Just adding in uh, a bunch of new Pokemon and like a bunch of Pokemon that we've never seen before. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, adding in Pokemon that got hit by the Dexit. Like, we there's, get to there's play a lot with that's really good. <laughs> Potentially, like we we don't know about its evolution line or anything yet, so it could oh. be it could be a single stage. I'd Who be knows? sad if it's if we if it's. Just I would a be too. Uh, it's too cute to be... just not just. It's too cute to be just a single stage. Agreed. It needs like a Stoutland evolution, and then uh, you know, of course, the like one of the other big communities I'm really active in is the RTT group. Um, you know, like this is my third season with them. Uh, they are fantastic. I absolutely love everyone. I, I've learned, you know, I've met through them. Um, it's part of the reason that Jay and I are so close now because he's the one who invited me to the server and everything. So, yeah, they, they, they're, they are a whole, they are a cast of characters and they are great. They're, Um, they're fantastic, man. Um, I believe my, my Twitter, like, banner is a, like, screenshot from the Discord. I don't know. Yes, it is. Um, last season I played Jace, and because I had Eggy and Tangela, I expected uh, safety goggles to be prominent like in the matches I played. So one week I played Hypnosis on Eggy. <laughs> so the direct quote is, with all the love in the world, Carter, I hope I never play you again. Hypnosis over sleep powder is truly a chaotic, evil move. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, obviously last season didn't break my way. I'm hoping this season. So I can this rally season's back a also bit. really rough. 
Look, man, it's not uh, from a lack of trying. Yeah, like it. It is. It has been rough the last couple years for our last couple seasons for RTT. It's all right, you know. Um, um, obviously, we're gonna get we're gonna get new stuff there as well. That one, that one might be... take a little while to uh, pan out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work on that one quite a bit. I'm sure. I figured it's gonna be a be... lot of tender loving care to to get that one to a point where we're happy with it. Like I feel like it'll be at least a couple months before you are probably ready to declare these Pokemon are uh-huh. the ones you can play with. <laughs> Yeah, because, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be one of those things of, yeah, let's just jump right in. Yeah, it, it's each regional format is is its own, like, unique melting pot. You have to, like, really dig into it to understand, like, oh, these are what's good. This is mm-hmm. what's good for this format. And I think one of the cool things is, hopefully for Scott, by that, one of the things I didn't like about Sword and Shield was just, like, the random series updating every couple months to here's this new stuff for you here's more new stuff for you this slow trickle of just like here's the gigantamax forms you can use here's these uh pokemon that aren't in the pokedex you can use i wasn't a big fan of that yeah the the big thing i do kind of wish we could go back to uh just kind of I like the idea of like rotating formats or whatever, but at the same time, there was such a precedent for how these formats were handled over the last several years. It's just always, you know, uh, regional decks, national decks, and like restricted formats over the so three the three years of life that this form these formats have this game has, mm-hmm. and I think. The reason we strayed away from that is because we knew we weren't getting national decks. Like, we we just knew it wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. that everything was going to be obtainable. Because, dude, we're, we're hitting a thousand Pokemon. Like, oh, yeah. We're, gonna, we're, we're over. We're, we're going to be well over a thousand. Yeah. Like, we, we already are, right? Like, with... Uh, uh, Hisuian Pokemon, I believe, put us either just before or just at... Uh, I think like I think we're just over a thousand. Somewhere in there. Let me pull up the old Cirebi page. No, Galar uh Hisuian form takes us to nine oh five. Yeah, I'm about to say it's like after okay. after Pyrea we'll be right over a thousand. Or should be somewhere close to that. Pretty dang close if not. Uh the big it thing really was we had just pulled over to nine hundred. Yeah, I I miss I misremembered. I I thought we had hit a thousand, but yeah, you are correct. Um, but I think like part of the rotating format thing, part of the reason why they they had expected like a couple a couple events each each series essentially, and like they're gonna because they have regionals so many times a month, like in a month or two, and so they'll have like four for this format four for that format and then four for that format and so on or however many and so on and so forth and the the covid pandemic kind of just <laughs> took all that and we uh we just didn't get it we didn't get what they had what they had originally planned like they they had this whole planned thing probably for, for scarlet for sword and shield and we got a very rushed fixed version of it 
for yep. our competitive formats, trying to yep. keep everything, keep the game alive, essentially, because let's be honest here, if they didn't bring Players Cup or online events or anything like that, VGCs probably wouldn't have survived. There would have been small, I mean, in large reality, yeah. Like, like there would have been small grassroots events, like what we did, like what Te- Rose Tower does, Mount Silver, all that. But Road, you know, just all the all the major players. But like if if Pokemon's not having things to do, then there's no reason to play, right? Like there's yep. no reason to hold the grassroots tournaments if there's no big TPCI events to run. And obviously, you know, um, one cannot plan for a, like, global pandemic to take effect. Exactly. Like, that's what Um, I'm saying. It's like, it's not completely their fault. But, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's... I think... I prefer the standard, like, the standard way we do things. And obviously, like, a big part of, like, why we had these rotating formats was because we had all these Galarian forms and everything that, like, I mean, not, uh, not... The Gigantamax. Yeah, thank you. The Gigantamax forms that, uh, they released in waves. Um, but yeah, just, it, it was really interesting the way they did it, and I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I think I lean more towards the idea of like one format for one year, but at the same time, I can definitely see how that wears on people. I like the one like when we got to series twelve the first time, because technically we're we're in series twelve the mm-hmm. second time right now, uh, for and for the foreseeable future for Sword and Shield. But um, when we got to series twelve the first time, uh, and we found out, oh, it's six months it's this long like block of the same format we saw so much development teams changed uh you could start like planning out like oh you're going to see these x teams likely at or variants of these teams at events and we got to kind of see what they originally probably had planned for sword shield like longer series to kind of play around and not really have to like find the best thing and then only play it for two months right like that was that was a big thing in the early early days of sword and shield was like oh so this is the best team by far this is what's winning all the events uh the series ends in six weeks have fun, like you can play other yep. stuff, but this is the best thing you could be doing. Right yep, now. agreed. And agreed. everyone would pivot to that. Uh, Colossal is a very great example of like this. This one an event. Well, there's no point in not playing anything but Colossal or the one team that Colossal can't beat. Have fun. And that got, that's what got dry really quickly. It's just like there's no there's no point in exploring past when you find something really good because the format's never going to develop fully enough to where you can get past that point. Yep, agreed. Where Series 12, you got to see that. You got to see the rise of Rinya's son 
and then it just it kind of fades into the background because then we have the rise of rain and it kind of fades and it, it becomes this push and pull and this cycle starts to happen and we get to see really cool teams really unique techs kind of come out of the woodwork to beat these two teams because they, they're known quantities at this point and you kind of get to plan yep agreed and I think I, I hope that Scarlet and Violet isn't a series kind of thing like I want, I want a nine month, ten month, eleven, twelve, one year format. I want, I want time for this regional decks to develop and kind of play out in a much better fashion. And now, not having a bunch of Gigantamax forms is going to help that. It's going to help that a lot. Let's be honest. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. Not having limited whatever. Uh, that that was the big thing for earlies. Just like. We're only we're only gatekeeping these because we haven't released them yet. <laughs> like, you, if they had just like, here's all the Gigantamax forms and just go get them. People would have figured it out. Like, I don't know why they yeah. felt the need to limit them. Yep. But we figured it out. We got through it. I do think it's going to be very cool to just be like, I, um, here's everything. Good luck. Yeah. I, like, I, I, that's kind of what I want. <laughs> we don't know that that's how it's going to work. But it's what As I want. of now, <laughs> there's no, there's no fancy Terra specific forms or anything like that. There's nothing like that that we are aware of. Yeah. As let's of be this honest. recording, you and I are not aware of said things. Like, we don't know if, like, oh, when you terraxalize this specific Pokemon in this specific type, this happens. <laughs> we yeah, don't know, but that, ghost... could, that could be a thing. We don't know. Ghost T-Tar could somehow still be weak to rock, uh, to fighting. Who knows? Like, Scrappy. They could change, at, who knows? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... There's a lot to explore and that's going to be to explore Scarlet and Violet and I'm excited. Uh, Sword and Shield though has been a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Pokemon game because I, I really like the older stuff. Um, it's just like nostalgia reasons. I kind of have just like all these nostalgias for just like Ruby, Sapphire, Red and Blue, Gold, Silver, Crystal, all that jazz. Um... I will say uh, I did not enjoy Gen 4 as much as I thought I would. <laughs> I did not enjoy Gen 4. <laughs> well, see, here's what had happened was, um, you know. Uh, if, I, if there was one flop from the last couple years of Pokemon, I think Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is probably the flop. <laughs> you, you mean the game that is... Uh broken you mean the game the, the game that is literally held together by duct tape they had to patch a patch a patch a Dude. patch to try and get it to be not broken yeah <laughs> the crazy part about it is like it's legitimately more broken than red and blue oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. go henry go dang <laughs> like it is genuinely insane like as someone who speed runs like red and blue and all that, like these games are broken. <laughs> like I spent forever just like doing the random glitches, setting them up because it was fun. Like it was easy. And I, I'd like, I made sure to play through the game normally the first time 
just like to enjoy the game. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think I missed a lot of stuff. Like a lot of it's just like way over my head. I didn't understand what was going on half the time. Story stuff was kind of cool, but not my cup of tea. Um, I feel like Gen Five will probably be the same way. <laughs> uh, Gen Five is a game. Which Gen Five? I don't know how what we'll do for remix for Gen Five, but those are next on the on the list. I'm a, I'm sure they're probably already in the works right now. We're gonna get no. We're actually, gonna get Pokemon we're gonna get... Legends in, and it's gonna be like medieval themed. <laughs> no, we're actually going to get uh, Gen Two remakes. Let's go, Jodo. It's been... <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we have, so clearly. That means it, we're gonna, yeah. Obviously. I mean, I would be okay with Gen Two remakes for uh, the Switch. I it, they they need to be like the Let's Go style though. They need to be the fun, uh, not a real Pokemon game, but a Pokemon game nonetheless kind of thing. Yep. It's yep, just yep, yep. like I don't I don't want BDSP, but Gen Two. I don't want that. I want I want Let's Go. No, please no. <laughs> Like I want Let's Go, but Gen Two. I think that's a good that's a good shell for it, and you could you can do that for Gens One and Two probably. I wouldn't do it. And for then Gen if we 3. do that, can we can we make Whitney a fairy type trainer? Probably could. I mean, she doesn't have a mill tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but other than that, I think I think that'd be a good direction for Pokemon to do. Hey, Pokemon, come hire me. I'll, I'll give you ideas. Um, but overall, Sword and Shield probably like an eight out of ten in my book. I had to give it, it a rating. Was, it was a very very fun game. Um, the DLC made it better, but like base Sword and Shield's like eight out of ten. Like, obviously, uh, you know, had the DLC never came out, it would be whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Definitely the game I probably... I, I would be extremely surprised if it's not the game I have the most hours in ever. Um, Because we did the whole Switch Up thing, I can't really track that. <laughs> because there's so many hours where we just where we were just probably grinding, but weren't, paying it, weren't actually playing the game. I mean... According to my Switch, I was... <laughs> Touchdown, Henry. What is it? Uh, Henry got a TD, got the run in TD there. Then yeah, you're a little ahead of me. Oh, so I got ahead of you now. <laughs> I don't know how. Wait, was that Henry? That was Henry. Was it Wildcat? Uh, was it Wildcat? Yeah. Huh. Okay. When, when uh, Tannehill's not on the field, they do they get to do that stuff. Malik's already like jet sweeped it twice. <laughs> sure man it's it's weird the the offense is weird now like i like how it looks sidetrack into nfl here um i'm a big tennessee titans fan uh started with the houston oilers they moved to tennessee so they're actually like closer to us now which is cool (laughs) um houston texans can go sit in a bucket no one i didn't like them um but, well, you know, getting distracted here because of football. 
Um, I, on the other hand, was not distracted this week because my boys are on bye. Yeah, you're on bye this week. Yeah. I th- this game is like the important test game, which is why it's important to me. <laughs> because we have not played good teams outside of the Bills all year. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I am going to lose drastically this week in fantasy. My my opponent's lowest scoring player was Terry McLaurin, who still had eleven points. Jeez. Not excluding his kicker. <laughs> a who kicker had with, seven. A, a kicker with more than eleven points is a, a very high high value kicker there. I had I had Suckup who had eleven this week. So well, there you go. Uh who is my third highest scoring player. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, I had a I had a lot of single digit scores this week, and he had um, one. <laughs> That's how it works sometimes. So, um, getting getting back away from football here. Um, nah, not, <laughs> no, not happening. Just gonna keep uh, talking football. Now we're yeah, in. This is we're actually, a, we're a this is professional a football. We are we are professional uh, football league podcast now because yeah, you can't we're, we're you can't coming for use, the, uh, the number one sports podcast position we're taking over the kelsey brothers <laughs> uh it's funny uh you mentioned the podcast to my wife on thursday and yes she was just like oh really because she's a she's a big travis kelsey fan like find find me somebody who isn't right uh and she didn't know that he had a podcast with his brother none nonetheless and it, it, she's just like interested now. Maybe might be trying to go find it. <laughs> My uh, first, so I, I've been getting into like sports cards here lately. Uh-huh. And the first parallel I ever opened uh, was a Jason Kelsey card. Explain and... what a parallel is for those that do not know. Okay, so uh, there are your base cards, which are just like standard traditional cards, right? Um, and then there are your parallels that are numbered, so they are short printed. Uh, so this one is a red parallel. It is number four forty three of four forty nine. There are only four hundred and forty nine copies of this card printed. Um, so it was the first parallel I ever opened, and right behind it was a base set like Travis Kelsey. So <laughs> it was it was really funny that like. My first parallel was Jason, and then I immediately also opened a Travis. Yeah. Um, my and big then, like, purchase the, the next other day pack was, I opened uh, an, a uh, an autograph card. So I, I got this. I'm about to say I'll, I didn't do my unboxing video like I probably should have, but I'm showing off the switch on screen. Oh uh, yeah, I meant to come kidnap that from you, and I didn't. Yeah, you would have had about twenty minutes because as soon as you got dropped off at the house, I, like, I found every excuse I could to run away from work. Like, hey guys, I need to, I need to go. Like, I gotta go. Um, it's been downloading updates and games and all that stuff <laughs> over the last like day and a half. Uh, I got everything transferred over. The dock is probably my favorite thing. <laughs> The dock is very good looking. It is super clean. It is. I've been uh, following people on Twitter. Uh, I know uh, Beanie got his in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, is is I think it was the first tweet I saw. So, uh, Poppy got theirs. Um, yes, yes, I did see Poppy sent his uh, to us like directly. He's like, "Hey, does anyone want to buy my other OLED?" I'm like, mm. "Maybe." If it's the white controllers, ooh. I think it is. I think his is the the, the white one. the white ones, very nice. Agreed. I need to get off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not seeing anything I haven't seen yet, but I would like to before I do. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just closed Twitter entirely. <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. getting on Twitter for the for until Scarlet and Violet come out. I still got to figure out where I'm getting my games from. Uh, leave leave a comment down go... below if you're still here <laughs> listening. Uh, where should I pick my games up from? I need to go pay mine off. I'm getting mine from GameStop. Do you want to swing by my house and pick me up so I can go buy them, and then you just swing by later when we go pick them up? <laughs> Carl, you live half an hour away. So? <laughs> no! <laughs> I want to go across town and then come home and play them. <laughs> I love you, but I tried. no! <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, oh! They call that a fumble? They did. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Okay, yet. no, it's incomplete. Okay, I'm about to say is like, I don't think that was a pass, but sure. Sure, man, whatever. No, It'll yeah, work. no, he 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 didn't yeah. have control. All right, well that's cool. Um, he went to make a motion, but then he dropped the ball. Literally, literally turned around, let go. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's fine. Um. But yeah, not much of uh, an episode today. It's kind of off the cuff. We just we really just wanted to talk about Sword and Shield one last time because we're not going to get to ever again. So I guess um, we should probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple different questions here, just so we can end end the the video on like some positivity and like you know just like some more talks about the some the anecdotes and. Short anecdotes. Short anecdotes. <laughs> so, uh, favorite Galarian form. Favorite Galarian form. Um, I think. Let me double check here. I I don't remember all the Galar forms. I actually have a list of them. And <laughs> how how convenient! I I came prepared. I I would if I had to pick one. I think my favorite is probably Galarian Weezing. Mainly just because it, 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 it just fits, right? Like, I don't know about like why the, the fairy typing is great, but Poison Fairy is a really cool typing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the design, the smokestacks. Um, it's a very, very well put It's a together. well-designed Pokemon. Agreed. Like, I, it is a very, very good one. And it needed something to... Uh, like revitalize it as a like Pokemon. Neutralizing um, Gas did that for it. Very much so. Neutralizing Gas was a very very good buff for Weezing. Um, um, I think for myself, there's two that really stand out. There's Galarian Moltres, which is just like, dude, it's such a sick design. I absolutely love Galarian Moltres, and like the shiny, of course, just like takes it over the top. Yeah. Um, 
And then the other one that I, I really love is Galarian Darmanitan. Darmanitan. It's so goofy looking, but it hits like an absolute unit. Yeah, it does its job. Whatever it's, job it's you need very to good do, at its job. It'll do it. <laughs> it has one job. Blow something up. Yep. If it gets two kills, it's it is it, it's it's it, it, it exceeded it, expectations. expectations. Yep. <laughs> I um. I really enjoyed both of them. But you, you can definitely tell the kind of Pokemon players we are by the by our favorite Galarian <laughs> Click super effective button. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I think... Like, looking outside, I, I just picked up just, like, the 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 actual, like, base mods. I didn't even think about, like, anything DLC-wise. Yes, yeah, same. Um, well, I mean, I say that. As I think I, Slowbro is like Galarian Slowbro is super duper cool. I think that design was awesome. I've been I've been playing a lot of uh, Galarian Slowking in uh, Nat Dex. Like you slap an AV on this thing and it just it, it tanks hits. And yeah, it just doesn't die. Yeah, it's just like all right. Oh, I'm I'm close to death. All right, I'm gonna dip out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I, I'm okay again. I wanted the Galarian Slowbro to be really good. I wanted Quick Draw to be really, really good, and it just it didn't pan out. It's not better than Regenerator, and nope. like that's that's what it would take. Um, but I will say, Galarian Slowbro strict upgrade in terms of actually like dealing damage. <laughs> True. So that that's kind of cool. It's like it's it plays different. Like it's a different type of Pokemon than just regular Slowbro. So that brings me to my next question. Favorite Gigantamax form? Uh, Lapras, 100%. Lapras is a very, very close second. What is your first, uh, then? <laughs> Kingler. Ah. I absolutely love Kingler. You love the King um, Crab Kingler. Like, and, like, obviously I have the, the, like, emotional connection of, like, it being on my RTT team when I won... Uh, but dude, I just I love Kingler. I think its G Max attack is really cool. Uh, I think the the design of it is really awesome as well. I love the giant mustache. It's great. <laughs> it, it it has a lot of like sentimental value for me at this point. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, like Lapras was was one of my favorites. Um, like La- Lapras is one of my favorite Pokemon to begin with. Like I have. This fun little card that you did up for me, sitting on the desk, uh-huh. and it overall, I think. Go, Henry. Go. Sorry, I got distracted again. <laughs> Henry just ripped off another like seventy-yard run. <laughs> sure, man. Um, but like Lapras is always been one of my favorite Pokemon. I thought it was super cool being able to get a gift one in Gen One was one of my favorite things. Is just like, oh, here's this Lapras. This is like. Well, that's cool. It's a water and ice type. Like, this thing is bulky. Like, what's this it, thing? it lives everything. It's just like, this is great. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite teams to play early on was the Grim Zap Lap stuff. Grim Snarl, Lapras, and Zapdos, and all that fun stuff was one of my favorite, just like little archetypes to play with. You got to set up screens. You got to play bulky. You could Dynamax Zapdos instead and be offensive. Um, Nibs uh, Nibs plays games is a very big fan of that same archetype and 
I, I would watch him shiny hunt for his, for his Lapras. I got mine very early. I was very lucky and very fortunate for that. I also got mine extremely early. I was breeding for my 6 IV Lapras, and it was egg number 5. Yeah. It is the earliest shiny I've ever gotten while, like, breeding. Um, my earliest uh, was Impidimp in 3. <laughs> you have that Impidimp still, I think. I do. I do. It is the Grimmsnarl I play. Um, that was one of my, fa- that was like the quickest shiny I've ever seen that I ever, I ever got. Um, I still remember my first shiny from this game. Uh, my I shiny Dusclops. I got it, uh, the morning of, uh, I believe it was the morning the game came out or yep. something similar to that. I had, I had just played it nonstop, uh, was just grinding it and laying on the couch and playing and lo and behold, there's a shiny Dusclops on my screen. I flipped out. <laughs> I was the only one in the house besides Kayla who was asleep, but I flipped out. <laughs> and I think, I think this, I, I'm excited to shiny hunt in Scarlet and Violet too. I think that might be what I do a majority of like my free time of is just like shiny hunt in the wild. Um, it's a lot of fun. Shiny hunting, shiny hunting for me is fun. Uh, it's why I'm like playing PLA all the time right now. <laughs> it's like, I can go and just, like, do the massively massive ray outbreaks and just vroom, do as many as I can before the rainstorm lets up, and we'll see how many we get. If we get enough, cool. If we don't get any, cool. Um, my my shiny Togekiss I just brought over from PLA into home is from a massive outbreak. And I'm oh, excited. Yeah, I hope. I, it's just like, we don't know a hundred percent what the decks is. I don't think Tokakis was anywhere in any like mentioned anywhere. I haven't seen it. But if I if I don't get to play a Tokakis, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But I do have a shiny overquill to play with. <laughs> I do have that. I'm excited for that. So I'm looking at the uh Gallard decks. Uh-huh. There are three fire type lines that were added. Does that seem absurdly low to you, or just me? Uh, for Galar in particular, that seems normal. It seems kind of fine. Like, I know, obviously, now that, like, there are more than just three fire-type lines in the game, but, man, I, I was, I'm just like, man, there's not a lot. Where are they all? But, uh, so I think the last thing I'm going to ask before we, we call it a day what is your favorite new Pokemon from Gen 8? My favorite new Pokemon from Gen 8. Goodness, just all the hard questions. I'm, I'm asking a lot of really difficult questions tonight. Um, I, Is this... This is excluding the forms, right? Yes. Yes, this is and, specifically... And not, not the, like, PLA stuff? Yeah, correct. Specifically, Galar decks. New Pokemon to the Galar decks. Oh, goodness. Going through trying to double-check, make sure I'm not forgetting anything while I'm thinking about it. Let's see, I have that list as well if you want it. I was about to say Galvantula, but I'm like, nope, that's Gen 5. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. I like it. I think I'm going to have to go with 
uh, with Draco's ult. It is just I love all four of the fossils. Yeah, in this like game. the fossils make my make my list regardless because they are such a cool design. Um, and just like the the concept behind them is just like absurdly cool. Um, like Draco Fish obviously is very very popular thanks to the anime and everything, but like Draco's ult is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Uh, him and his little derpy body. I just, everything about it, I love. Yeah. He has, like, three relevant abilities. Just, it's it's fantastic. The shinies of all of them are insane. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of, it's one of my favorite Pokemon. And, like, it's by far my favorite one that was, uh, added to Gen 8. Going through it all, like, there's a couple that stand out. Like, I thought about, like, like picking like what are the fossils, but we we're just talking about them. Uh Grimstarl and Hatterene were both technically on my list because they're both um special like plays on old English like old folklore tales and things like that, which mm-hmm. are both really cool. Um But I think if I had to pick one of them, I think Duraladon just takes the cake for me. Duraladon's really cool, it too. Is, it is such a unique design. Like, you don't know, like, like the Gigantamax is, like, based off a of skyscraper. That's cool, whatever. Duraladon, um, unfortunately, just never really got to play outside of, like, the very early, like, regional decks. Because, fun fact, when you don't have special defense and are weak to earth power and... Yeah, <laughs> you kind of get blown up yeah. pretty quickly when when max quakes are running around everywhere and you take super effective damage from them and it's also going to reduce the amount of damage you deal back it's a hard sell yeah um and so unfortunately for Duraldon, it just didn't get to come up and do what it wanted to do but i it's probably one of my favorite like designs like of the new pokemon now the really hard hitting question What's your least favorite Gen 8 Pokemon? My least favorite Gen 8. So, least favorite from the new stuff, right? Correct. Uh, this this one can also include, like, uh, Galarian forms and stuff, if that if that make, changes your mind. Oh, um... That actually makes it kind of easy. Okay. Uh, Galarian Mr. Mime... <laughs> I was gonna say Mr. Rhyme. <laughs> like that whole line can just go away. <laughs> I do not like the like Mr. Mime is cool and all. It didn't need it's, this. It's fine. Why is this a thing? Where did this it's, come from? Like it's Mr. So Rhyme terrible. is even worse. <laughs> it's so terrible. Um I would say that's probably my least favorite design. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense thematically. Um like you slapped the ice type onto Mr. Mime and took away the best part of it being fairy. <laughs> you should have taken away the the psychic type and just left it fairy and just make it ice fairy. Yeah. Fairy that's, ice would have been that really That should have been the, the design instead of I instead agree. they they missed the ball entirely. Well you can't be four times weak to steal, Carl. That's just bad. Oh, it, it, one of the best weather centers in the game with Aurora Veils four times a week to steal. It's fine. Yeah, but they get Aurora Veil. I mean, this thing has screen cleaner. 
which is really sick. We also have fake out. Like we could have been really good if we were like it could have ice fairy. If we were ice fairy, this thing could have been great. No, we're ice psychic, so we have a ton of weaknesses that none of them pan out together. <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> I really do. Um, I don't. I don't think there's anything like even close to how much I hate Mr. Rhyme. Not in the new stuff, anyway. It might be, like, my least favorite Pokemon of all time. Really? You know, wow. That's I a... really hate it. It's so That's dumb. a line in the sand. Dang. It's... I hate it, man. Come fight Carter. <laughs> Come get him. He, he's drawn the line. Get, get him. I'm gonna get all the Mr. Rhyme haters in my DMs later. Go, go spam Mr. Rhyme wherever you find Carter. Go get him. Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> it's so ugly. I just hate it. I just want to punch in its stupid little face. But what face, Carter? Just pick one? <laughs> Both of them? Did you see that Leon... Why does it have two faces? Yeah. No, here's what's great. Did you see that in the um, anime that Leon has a Mr. Rhyme? Does its stomach blink? It does. Oh my! When when it no! when it faints, it gets the swirly eyes in both both on its head and on its stomach. <laughs> Easy way to break Carter, everyone. Easiest way I to ever it. just bring up Mr. Rhyme. I hate Rhyme. it so much. Get him! Go get him in the comments. I hate it so much. Okay, with that, this is a wrap on the Sword and Shield era. Yep, never going to talk about anything related to Galar ever again. I wouldn't say that. More <laughs> relevant to the games themselves. We'll talk about... Nope, never, ever. I'm sure there's some Galarian forms in the new games. Oh, I'm sure there are, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. Alright, man. As always, everyone, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening over here on YouTube. If you're listening on any of the audio-only platforms, make sure you go ahead and uh, drop that subscription down there as well. Leave us a review if you can. It really does help us push our stuff towards the algorithm and help us stand out, all that good stuff. Um, past that, you can always follow us on Twitter, at MrMissouri25. Carl is at Musical, uh, Musical VGC, And, of course, you can follow the podcast and all of our news and everything there at LR Lessons. Um, you can always come and follow Carl and myself on Twitch at Mr. Missouri 25 and at Musical. We'll be racing and then past this week. that. We'll we actually be both be live this week, won't we? I'm going to, yeah. Uh, I, on, might just, uh, I might just record mine. I don't know yet. Oh, you don't want to stream it? That's not fun. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I haven't decided yet. We can, we can, we can race. We're going to race anyway, but we can race yeah, on stream. Yeah, for sure, stream. for sure. Plus, uh, we'll be playing so, with Bower Dad. Yeah, for those who aren't aware... Um, Baradad and I have done two Crystal Key Item Rando races in the past, and with, you know, Scarlet and Violet being right around the corner, um, neither of us are really making content for Sword and Shield anymore, mm -hmm. so he's like, hey, I need something to stream, do you want to race again? I'm like, uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> <laughs> and Snap then, it off. Let's go. Uh, you're conveniently off, and you're just like, yeah, sure, why not? We'll, I wouldn't we'll say off. This. I'll be just fun. be available. You're not working at the time, so... Yeah. Yeah. 
It'll, um, be, it'll be a good time. Uh, that's also going to be up on YouTube on Friday. Yeah, it'll, so, one of, what, either my run or his run will be up on Friday. If, if uh, you don't get to watch it live, you will be able to catch it later. It's, yeah. They're a fun time. They are uh, a very, very cool thing. And yeah. if you've never seen one before, I would recommend it. Um, that's a big run. Please stop. <laughs> Getting back to the outro... Before I get more distracted, uh, you can always come and hang out with us on our Discord, where you know you can hang out with us, get updated with all, all our events and all that good stuff as they're coming on. Uh, probably won't be having any more events for Fire until at least beginning of the year. Yeah, get us through that's the holiday season, get people to play through their games and enjoy it. Um, but yeah, you know, you can always come hang out with us there and talk to us and the rest of the community and everyone involved with it. It's a it's a grand old time. It's easily like the the thing I spend the most time on my phone. Yeah, same. Honestly, like, not particularly. I don't close. get notifications on my phone through Discord anymore, so I don't know why. I do because I'm a madman. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I, I still do. But um, let's see. Website. You can always go and check out the website. That is lrlessons.com. You can check out the merch page while you're there and pick something up through Teespring. Um, we are still looking for, for artists and everything. I know we have... Uh, we had someone to, reach uh, out. Yeah, we've, we've talked to a couple different people, but nothing has been set in stone or anything. So if you are an artist and are looking for, you know, if you're taking commissions right now, uh, please reach out. That email is always on the show notes. So you can find us there. And if you want to support us but don't want to buy merch because I get it, it's expensive but still want to keep our lights on, you can go over to Anchor and support us on there for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode. So I think that's going to be a wrap on 140. That's a wrap on 140. That's a wrap on Sword and Shield. All right, man. Well, until next week, have a wonderful day, everyone. 